You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. It is AFL Thursday. We had a great chat with Ollie Wines. And uh, tonight, Bonds, we're going to get into the Saints and the Swans. Yes. They're, how they're going to fare in 2023. So let's kick it off with St Kilda. Their additions, they've only really brought in Zane Cordy. They have lost a few bigger names, though. They've lost Paddy Ryder, who's retired, Dan Hannanbury, Jaron Geary, who was a great captain for a long time, Dean Kent, Ben Long there. So there's a few outs for the Saints. What about their strengths, Dan? Yeah, I think with uh, St Kilda, look, Ross Lyon has come in. Now, everyone knows he's a defence-first coach, and so he's going to like what he sees in the Saints' back line. They've developed a really nice cohesion back there with lockdown defenders in Josh Battle and Callum Wilkie, and Dougal Howard really compliments that well. I think they'll get improvement from Patton and Cofield, who's back from an ACL, which will really shore up their defence, and they can add the class to that of Brad Hill and 2022 best and fairest winner Jack Sinclair. What do you see as the weakness of the Saints? I think the weakness is their midfield. Uh, for mine, Bonds, it's too much of the same. They lack speed and they're one pace. They've, they've got Jack Steele, and he's a gun, but they've got Seb Ross, they've got Brad Crouch. These are the guys that spend the majority of the time in there, and although they don't do the grunt work, they, they definitely need a better balance. Uh, I don't see St Kilda winning a flag with that lineup. If you've got Crouch in there, they're not going to take Steele out. Ross, I don't see him winning a flag with that balance. Pressure gauge for St Kilda? I think for Ross, it's moderate. Uh, He's going to come in and try and implement his game plan, which is going to take a little bit of time. Uh, But Ross has runs on the board. And the thing is they've got early injuries, unfortunately, to their forward line, which is still not complete at the moment. So the pressure won't come for Ross until at least 2024. Who needs to perform for Saints to make make the eight? I've gone with Brad Crouch here. And the reason I've gone Brad Crouch is they have drafted midfielders over the past couple of seasons. So if he is to stay in the team and be really good for them going forward, he needs to have a good year because if not, they will bring in these younger kids. I've spoke about their weakness um, and having a different dynamic. They'll look to implement that this year, but he needs to have a good season. Otherwise, his career might be at the crossroads. Who do you think will be their most improved? Most improved for mine is Matthew Allison. Uh, he's going to get the opportunity. He's a 195-centimetre key forward who was the Saints' first pick in the 2020 AFL draft. Now, unfortunately, Max King will miss the first month of footy and he, he won't be 100% fit coming in. Jack Hayes is also going to be out for the start of the season. So I think that Allison will get his opportunity. And the thing is, if they struggle as well, I can't see why you wouldn't give this guy a game over the likes of Cordy or Mason Wood, who have been there and around about for a long time. They'll definitely put time into developing him. Who wins their BNF? I know you like this guy. It is Rowan Marshall. He will have a huge year for the Saints, and he needs to with uh, with Paddy Ryder out because he is retired and... With early injuries to their key forwards in King and Hayes, he's going to have to take a fair amount of the load. He's going to have to be really good in the ruck, pinch hit forward at times. But we did see last year when Paddy Ryder didn't play, he can be that high-possession mobile ruckman uh, when he has the sole duties in the ruck. So I think he could have a big year, a little bit like Tim English did last season. Premiership window for the Saints? 
for mine, it's a really interesting one. I have them at six o'clock, right in the middle of a rebuild and ready to launch for a premiership. Now, I think they've got some younger players that are talented enough and can develop to put them in a position to contend. But I, if they are not contending this year and particularly next year really ready to launch, their list is going to regress pretty quickly that they'll need to look at another rebuild. So the development of Patton, Clark, Owens, Winhager, Battle, King and Sinclair is going to be pivotal to where the Saints are, not as much in 2023, but if they can contend in 2024 and 2025. What about the latter position? I have them finishing 14th. Now, I know that sounds low, and it is in the bottom five on the table, but I just am worried about uh, the injuries to Jack Hayes and to Max King. I think they fall away a little bit after their best 22, and so I think with Ross as well coming in, it's going to take a little while to implement that game plan. Uh, I think that they will struggle in games throughout the season. For mine, build under Ross in the first year and see what you can do moving forward. All right, let's turn our attention to the Sydney Swans.